Hot Chocolate, welcoming you back to Girls Around Town. And a very appropriate title there, so you win again, considering what we're going to be talking about. And also, I mean, it, it's a bit of a cheesy link, but um, it's also appropriate, because I've got the queen of cheesy links on the other end of the phone. Tina, good morning. Good morning, June. <laughs> I am doing my best, while you, while, now you are no longer with me, um, as a co-presenter, to um, drop the occasional cheesy link into the show. But I have to say... Um, you're the queen of the cheesy links, aren't you? Well, I, I certainly had a few, didn't I? You did indeed, absolutely. Tina, it is lovely to be talking to you. Um, a pity that we are not sitting in the studio face-to-face as we used to um, all the, all those months ago. Um, but we will make the best of it. We have got a little while to chat this morning and you've got lots of news for us, haven't you, about um, open studios and knots. But first of all, give us a quick update on you, how things have been going for you lately. Okay, well, um, it's been a funny old year, hasn't it? It has. With, uh, with lockdown and all of that kind of, kind of thing. Of course, I spent the first lockdown um, with my mum, who had broken her arm. Um, so I had to abandon Paul and the dogs and, um, <laughs> and the horse and, and just sort of be over, over with my mum looking after her. Um, but actually, over the, 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 the last summer and over through the, the winter and um, into this lockdown and this year, um, I've been doing lots of arty, arty things, mm-hmm. um, doing some writing and doing quite a lot more photography. Yes, um, I've I noticed. Just, I've noticed some of your photos on, on Facebook, yeah. Well, I found... Um, I, I bought some camera equipment off my sister last year, which had been my brother-in-law's, um, and I discovered a whole new, different range of lenses that I've not, um, I've not experienced before. And they, so I, I bought a couple of those and got really fascinated by how you could take photographs that gave you a sort of really soft, painterly type effect mm. um, with these lenses. So I've been. Um, I've mostly been fiddling around with that, actually, for um, for quite some time. Um, and um, really, really enjoying that. And I love taking photographs of plants and flowers and um, nature, nature and yeah. things and trees and... And of, co- um, and, and of course, this is a really good time of year to be doing it, isn't it? As, as um, the new flowers and the new plants start coming to life. Well, yes, ex- exactly, exactly. Um, and of course, there's always something... Um, even in the depths of winter, um, which we don't really have much of, of a depth of winter anymore, but uh, <laughs> even then, there's, there's still interesting things. You know, the, the branches of the trees create such lovely shapes. There's always snowdrops, of course, and hellebores kind of come out earlier and earlier. Um, so there's always something out there that you can you can find to mm-hmm. photograph. Mm-hmm. And you're you're, you're working. Um in partnership with, with your partner, with, with your husband, Paul, aren't you, on, on various things at the moment as well, did I see? Yes, yes I am. I'm uh, doing quite a lot of writing with Paul. Um, trying to, he's, he's doing an awful lot of uh, research and connecting of dots into um, the kind of, the, this is going to sound a bit, a bit fancy, but the <laughs> neurobiology of leadership... Golly. And, and the neurophysiology of leadership, and uh, so kind of kind of combining neuroscience and, and leadership. And I'm trying to take all the stuff that he's thinking and 
the dots that he's connecting and trying to put those into um, a series of small e-books Because you're using your skill as a writer to support him there then? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and is it going well? Yes, it is. It's always a challenge working with your husband, of course, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> but, um, but yes, it is, it, it is going well. And um, we've got our first our first little e-book out that we we just put out to share with the world, um, mm-hmm. known, which is called G is for Grounding. There's no need to um, sign up for that um, or um, join a mailing list or, you know, any of that kind of thing. We just felt at this point that grounding was something which was really important mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. um, and really important for people to know about and know why it was important for them. Um, so we did that first little book and we've just been letting it out into the world to, to go wherever it will. And, and where do people find that, get access to it? Um, if they, they want to access it, they can. Um, I think probably the best thing, the easiest thing, is to go and find Paul on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Paul... Uh, now, is it Paul Crick or is it Paul H. Crick? I can't remember. I'll look that up. <laughs> yes, do, and I'll share it. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the best thing to do is to link with Paul on on LinkedIn, and then we can um, we can share the link to the point you in the right book. direction. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So you're keeping busy anyway um, oh, yeah. out there in Flintham. Flintham is it? Flintham. Yeah. Have to think about that for a moment. Yes, right, and going to be even busier. Um, I'm sure, as we move towards this project that we're talking about, which, of course, is um, the latest Open Studios Not event. Now, before we get on to the detail of what's happening for this year, just tell us how last year worked. I do remember sharing all sorts of things on the Girls Around Town website, but you went virtual, didn't you, like like most of the world, um, for last year's event? Well, yes, we did. We didn't really have a choice, um, Obviously, because we've suddenly gone into lockdown at the end of March, um, and all the open studios usually take place in May and June, so there was no way that the artists could actually open their studios up to the public. But everybody had obviously put in so much effort. Indeed, that point, yeah. And we, we didn't want to just cancel it or let it go, because, you know, so much work had already gone into it. Absolutely. The timing couldn't really have been worse in, in a way, could it? You know, when, when everybody was so prepared and, and on the brink of jumping in and doing it, and then suddenly they couldn't. No, exactly. So, we, yes, we went virtual. It was a, a real scrabble um, to to turn what was a, you know, normally a, a very much a person-to-person event into something that we could do online. But I think we pulled it off. You know, we... Um, we very rapidly took all the artist information and created profile pages for each artist that was participating um, and encouraged them to do videos and we did videos so that we could people could see inside their world, mm. see inside their studio even if they couldn't actually visit it. Um, we have all sorts of things going on on social media to try and just kind of keep raising awareness but also for the artists to put their themselves out there um so you know we think actually in view of the fact that we haven't 
um, we hadn't got a clue sort of <laughs> at the end of March that we were going to have to do that. Um, and we've managed to pull it off in the space of, you know, a month to six weeks. Um, we were really pleased with the way it went, actually. We, you know, lots of, uh, lots of people did engage, artists were found, um, you know, and got new business out of it. So, um, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good thing to do. We're really pleased that Fantastic. we did it. And of course, it then actually has set up the, um, set us up for this year where it will be very much a virtual event and where possible it will be you know real open studios as well brilliant you know again we have to take that almost day by day as to what is actually going to be able to be achievable indeed so it was it was quite a learning curve but it was it was well worth the learning just in case you know it happened again as as it appears to be doing so you are you were kind of geared up ready now for for um doing it again aren't you <laughs> yes we are yeah. brilliant right tina you know how um things work here on girls around town and you know that every once in a while i have to take a little break and play a piece of music don't you so i know that too do you mind holding on the phone for a few minutes while we just listen to a bit of music and then we will get down to the nitty-gritty of Open Studios Knox 2021. Is that okay with you? It absolutely is. Fantastic. You hold the line and I'll be back with you shortly. Okay. Radio Derby there, and if you let me stay, and somebody who did let me stay on the other end of her phone line is, of course, this morning's guest, Tina, Tina Betterson. Hi, Tina. Hello again, June. Hi. <laughs> so, we've, we've sort of looked back at last year's Open Studios. Now, let's look forward. Tell us um, what we can expect, and then we'll build up to the, the biggie at the end with the, um, with the cake with the cake we've got just around about 15 minutes to chat so let's get going okay so yes yeah, so open studios not will be um happening this year there's around 60 artists and makers who are around nottingham and nottinghamshire um that are opening their studios now predominantly that will still be virtual um but depending on restrictions and what's allowed and how each artist um, is able to um, invite people into their studios for real, some of the studios will be um, opening to the public. So all the information is on osnot.co.uk. Each artist, if you go to osnot.co.uk, the homepage kind of tells you everything that's going on. And then if you link through, um, you'll see there's a whole list of all the artists that are taking part with a link on their name um, and a date also on when their studio might be open. So if you then click on the name of each artist, it will take you to a, a page dedicated for that artist which tells you all about their artist practice, who they are, what they do, um, link through to their own websites and social media and so on. Um, and also there's often some video there as well of their studios um, and so on and so forth. 
No, you, you so, s- sorry, go on. Well, so, so that, that's kind of the main focus for actually finding the artists um, that are opening their studios virtually or, um, or for real. Um, and uh, all that information is there for you to find. Now, you use the word artist, but you, you, you mean that in the broadest sense of the word, don't you? You don't mean just people... That's not, I, I don't mean to denigrate people who just paint, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the artists are of all kinds, are they not? Absolutely. So yes, tell us absolutely. the kind of things that people can expect. Okay, so some artists obviously are painters. Um, there's quite a few artists who also are ceramicists, so who make ceramics. There are sculptures, there are furniture makers, there are artists that work with textiles, some who are jewellers. Um, and, in the, and obviously in the painting department, there's uh, a vast array of different styles. So there's everything from, you know, watercolour artists to oil painters to people who do work with collage or mixed media. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of different styles. And obviously we have people who are working in glass as well. Um, there's a real a real kind of plethora of different styles. So whatever kind of style of art you're interested in, there will probably be an artist who is doing something um, along those lines. And we've also got some multidisciplinary artists as well, so that are um, performance artists as well as um, mm. actual mm. creators of things physical, if you like. And, and are you one of the people on that list? Um, well, yes, actually, I am, and I probably should have said with photographers too, because um, I am on that list. Um, in, I'm down under South Knot um, with uh, the artists who are around um, Bingham and Radcliffe and um, Cotgrave and so on. Um, so, yes, I'm down there at number forty-eight as uh, photographer. I did, I did actually ask that question even though I knew the answer because I've already been on the website and I've clicked on your page and there is a link on the post um, on girlsaroundtown.online.com on the, on the Girls Around Town website to your page, in fact. So um, that question was asked for the benefit of listeners who could um, find out a little bit about what you will be doing over it. So are, are, you, are you going to be just virtual or is there an opportunity in any way for you to open up if it's allowable well i've i've specifically set my date to open to be the weekend of the 5th 6th of june to give me plenty of time to um to work out whether it's doable or not because because the next the next phase is 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 it something like the seventeenth of May? The next lifting, or, or round about then, isn't it? Mid mid yes, mid May. Yes, yes. So it gives you a bit of breathing space if um, if it is good news on that on that um, side of things. I couldn't think what the word was, but um, yes. so um, now and yes, and that would be the case with all of the artists. If you if there's an artist that you're interested in, if you keep checking back on their mm. page mm. it will then we will update as as things go along we will update to say you can actually physically visit this this artist this week you know on that particular yes, weekend yeah. or it will only be virtual um, and, sorry go on i didn't mean to interrupt that's okay so you know so we're encouraging visitors 
if you like, to not just visit the website and to check out a, a variety of artists, but then to see which ones of those artists they might be actually would really like to go and visit in person. Um, and there will be information there as we go along um, saying whether you can visit or not. And also, obviously, phone numbers of um, and email addresses of those mm. artists. So you can get in touch and say, you know, will you be open? Can we come and visit? Because it, it's, it's great, all this virtual stuff. And, and, and obviously, it's, it's really taken off in all kinds of things over the, the past year or so. But there is nothing quite like being able to be there and and see things i mean it's like it's like anything is it's like going shopping you know um this it's great to be able to go online and and do virtual stuff and whatever but to actually be there in the studio to meet under very um careful um circumstances of course the artist in question to pose your own questions um it, it it's it's a completely different thing isn't it if that's possible yeah, it's, it's a completely different experience and obviously you know, it's an experience we really hope that everybody will be able to, um, you know, to take some benefit from this year, that they will be able to actually go and see the artists work in the flesh because, yeah, you get a completely different feel from it than you do in a photograph. Indeed, and, and, and it's not just the visitors that will benefit. It, it will be great for the artists themselves to actually have that personal um connection with potential customers or potential supporters won't it well absolutely i mean that's that's how artists thrive um you know by by guess building a relationship with their um you know their tribe their mm -hmm. public mm -hmm. um and you know being able to you know most a lot of artists who really rely on the you know their their income from selling their art and if they can't reach their um you know their audience it it makes it very difficult for them absolutely so, you know it's important if, if people can visit that you know they do definitely now um there is one part of open studios not this year that will just be kind of virtual because it's, it's going to be um across lots of different uh, various different social media platforms and that is the competition the cakey one isn't it so tell us a little bit about that okay so this year is actually our 10th anniversary um as it's, it's a, the um so it's a birthday it's a big birthday for mm. open studios not so we decided that we would run a birthday cake competition and that we would really love anybody and everybody who would like to make a crafty birthday cake um, to do so. So you can make your cake in any way you like. So you can draw a cake, paint a cake, sculpt one, bake one, knit a cake even. <laughs> so make, make one out of textiles, collage, digital art. You could write a poem to a cake, um, compose a piece of music for a cake. Um, create a, a, a cake from song or dance or whatever. It doesn't matter. The, the, the more creative, the better. Um, then the idea is you take a photograph or you video your creation and put it on social media using the hashtag, which is OSNotCake. 
and, and it's, sorry, go on. No, go on. No, I was, I was just going to say, it's open to both artists and the general public, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So, the four, there are four categories. Um, entries open starting from tomorrow, Monday, and they close on the 14th of June. And there are four categories. So, category A is a practising artist. So, that's somebody for whom art or craft or baking even is their main income source. Then there's adults over 18 who are not making an income from their art or craft. It's just a hobby. Um, the class C, which is young persons over 12, and then children under 12. So what you do is when you've, you've created your creation and you've posted it onto social media, if you include your name and the category in the description on your post, then you'll, you'll go into the... Um, uh, the, the, the sort of the judging um, of the competition, and we will know which category you fall into. So, so um, ju- just remind us the closing date. I know, I remember you said it starts tomorrow. The closing date for entries is Monday, the fourteenth of June. And then, when do people find out who's won? Well, then the winners will be announced on June the twenty eighth. And obviously, we need time to judge. Of course. Now, the judges, we have some very interesting people who are um, who are judging, and I will tell you who they are in a minute. I can tell you that one of our judges will be Robin Hood. Really? Oh, really? gosh. We have Robin Hood, who is going to judge. Um, we've also got a gentleman called John Bergerman. Um, now, he graduated in fine arts from Nottingham Trent University in 2001. He now lives in New York, US, uh, but he's a world-renowned contemporary illustrator, uh, predominantly of children's books. Golly. So he will be judging our children's categories. And then we have lovely Helen at Homebake in Seville, mm-hmm. um, who is also going to be a judge for us. Fantastic. So um, people have got time to get get um, thinking about it, decide how they uh, actually want to do it, you know, what, what their um, strength is, as it were, in terms of, you know, are, are they a, um, a baker, are they a, an artist, are they a, a, a sculptor or whatever, and also to get their kids involved as well. Um, and do we know what the prizes are yet? Well, we have... Some prizes already, there may, may well be others um, that come up in between now and, uh, the, and the, uh, the 14th of June. But one of the prizes is our very own Sue is going to do a workshop for the two adult winners and a workshop for the young person and children winners um, in cake baking. So um, so you can go and have uh, an afternoon or a morning at Sue's, in Sue's kitchen, baking cake. Fantastic. And eating it. Yes. Um, (laughs) We've also got the bookcase at Loudon is going to give us um, cookbooks and um, home home bake. Helen at home bake is um, offering a prize as well. So there will be some interesting prizes and of course it's still time for us to get more prizes. Indeed, um, yes. On board as well. All of that information, again, if you go to os.co.uk, 
there is a link through to the Let's Make Cake page um, with all of the details on there. So um, there will be, you know, any, and, and links to ask questions and so on. So um, if you didn't manage to get it all down or remember it all from today, then it's there on the website and it's also I'm, I'm fairly certain obviously that the story well I, I know the story is on the girls around town website girls around town online.com but i'm pretty sure that when i wrote it i also put a link on there to the open studio knots website so you can find it there as well um and we will be i'm sure keeping people up to date on how things are going as well um certainly announcing winners and um showing some um hopefully some photographs and and whatever um tina we are pretty much out of time it's flown by um so thank you very much indeed for joining me this morning the best of luck with open studios knots this year i hope it goes well in whatever shape or form it takes place and i hope you get lots of lovely entries for the birthday cake competition to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the event and i hope that the next time we get together like this it will actually be getting together rather than just talking on the phone (laughs) That would be nice, June. It'd be good to be back in the studio again. Indeed, sure. yes. And then you could bring cake. Oh, I promise. <laughs> Tina, thank you very much indeed. I'm going to say goodbye to you now. But as I say, hopefully it won't be too long. I know we, we are going to organise a, a coffee catch-up somewhere very soon in town anyway. But hopefully it won't be too long before we are catching up on air again. And as I said, hopefully by then it might even be in person. You have a fantastic day and uh, say hi to paul for me um i hope you both have a good day and a good week and i'll talk to you again soon all right take care june and you bye 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 that of course was tina betterson um and talking about everything that's going on with open studios knots this year (laughs) 